0: Welcome to Tech London, a show featuring interviews with London's top creative entrepreneurs, startups, investors, design agencies, internet marketers, and freelancers that make up the Tech London online community, which mostly lives on the Slack instant messaging platform. We rotate through both hosts and guests for these interviews, so you have the chance to hear from multiple perspectives on London's tech scene.
1: Welcome to Tech London Podcast. I'm today's host, Miss Zara. Today in the studio, I have Nigel with me. Nigel, do you want to go on and tell us a little bit about yourself?
0: Uh, yeah, sure. I can uh, I can tell a little bit about myself. Um, so my name is Nigel uh, Chamasi. I am the co-founder of the manga brand Maya Mada. So um, we make manga. Um, we have our own universal characters. And we do manga-style comic books uh, within that. So I write, uh, I do not draw because I can't. We've got <laughs> someone, uh, we someone on our team who can draw. So we also work in gaming, um, I guess like gaming Sick. adjacent. So we don't make games yet at least, um, but we do have a gaming event mm-hmm. and platform. So a lot of what we do is around like creativity, but also with young people. So delivering workshops, um, whether it's like comic story workshops or gaming workshops, so a lot of what we do with the gaming event and platform is to provide awareness of career um, paths in gaming mm-hmm. and as best as we can try and promote inclusion and diversity in video games because it's not the most diverse right. uh, industry. To be fair, there's a, a lot that uh, fall under that category, but yeah, um, Yeah,
1: we will get into that.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so yeah, so mm-hmm. I do that. It's a mix of things. So making comics, uh, organizing the event. um, we have a podcast. Uh, although not as nice Ooh. as this uh setup I'm currently, <laughs> currently in. But you uh, Yeah, we were just
1: speaking about that. You might have to come in and start recording it.
0: I may just have yeah. to
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's the right place. But yeah.
0: Um but yeah, no, that's why that's why I do well. Um I'm sure I'm forgetting something. I usually forget something, but in a no. nutshell.
1: I'd say firstly, I know you have your campaign, ongoing campaign, Do I Look Like a Gamer? Which yep. obviously uh, fits in in what we was going going to get into um diversity so could you tell us a little bit what that campaign is about
0: yeah so we launched the campaign do i look like a gamer mm-hmm. in uh what year are we in 20, 2022 <laughs> the year is um, going yeah no I, I say that because it's a uh campaign it's an initiative we're going to do in 2020 uh, just mm. before the pandemic wow so the the aim was then to gather forty people in and around the video games industry uh, and aim to get a mix of people so different backgrounds, genders, ethnicity, sexuality um for a photo campaign where everyone would you know showcase like their favorite controller uh, to say like you know i 'm a gamer, this is what I look like, so we had our forty people and then i think like two days before uh, the first lockdown uh, we had to uh, I say we, I had to send a text <laughs> to everyone <laughs> and say like uh, the photo shoot is canceled. And uh, um, so, yeah, it was, is yeah. Uh, among other things around that time, yeah It was a, it was a,
1: a lot trouble. going on.
0: Yeah. Um, so it's pretty much been in limbo uh, mm-hmm. since then, but towards the end of 2021, we were able to get, uh, get the campaign up. we got another 40 people or some people from the original, uh, from the original 40 uh, did the photo campaign, but also have, like, more ideas about, like, the scope of the campaign. So the the aim of the overall campaign, the photo shoot, is just one part of it, is to showcase the diversity that does exist in, in gaming as a way to inspire young and aspiring uh, professionals in the space. So, and to also challenge the stereotype of the word gamer. So, um, I don't know, for, like, people listening, when I say gamer... Uh, my impression is a particular image of a particular person uh, comes to mind. And um, yeah, just try and just challenge that because that is not necessarily the uh, the type of person that only mm-hmm. plays games. So it's about challenging that word, like what does a gamer mean? Who can play games? Who can make games as well? Because right. a lot of times we see when, when we talk about diversity in video games, but in other spaces, it's a a lack of diversity and some of the things that come out of that are a result of a lack of diversity in terms of producing. Right. So I mentioned like our, our workshops. Mm-hmm. So I, I do workshops in like schools and colleges. Uh, so young people as young as like seven up to like teens, early 20s. Um, wow. And anytime I mention video games, like hands go up because obviously every, <laughs> everyone, everyone's playing everyone games. Everyone likes it, yeah. But not everyone realizes like you can be part of making right. uh, the games. And even if you do, um, having an understanding that working in video games is not just coding and art. Right. So, so I was trying to broaden the scope of like the roles available mm-hmm. for young people, but also for parents, and particularly parents uh, from ethnic minority backgrounds. Because um, I don't know about you, but I know for yeah, <laughs> for no, I, in my I family, agree.
1: I re- I can relate.
0: Yeah, it's it's, uh, it's 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 a bit of a cliche, but it is there's truth to it. It's like doctor, lawyer, uh, accountant, <laughs> engineer, which I did exactly. So oh really? Yeah, I'm a former software engineer. Oh
1: uh, wow! In past life,
0: so I did tick that box before I left to make comics. Go um, on you. Yeah, so yeah, so the campaign is about mm-hmm. kind of sort of breaking those stereotypes, mm-hmm. changing that narrative so that ultimately over the long term we can get more people from diverse backgrounds to be part or want to be part of um this industry.
1: Right. That sounds so, sounds amazing. So much to take in also. Um I agree with you when you say obviously there is a lack of diversity, mm. I'd say, in most um, fields, to be honest. Um, but um, I'd say gaming the most, maybe. Because like you say, you always think of a specific, maybe, seven-year-old white boy from maybe America or, you know, sitting in his room screaming to his Xbox, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you think of when there you, you think about a gamer, you know? But looking at your campaign and... Um, I think you can all check out the campaign also. It's on uh, Mada's TV.
0: Yes. on So Mada TV on Instagram. So we started with um, putting out each of the 40 people um, on Instagram and Twitter uh, as mm-hmm. well. Um, and
1: Don't forget Twitter.
0: Yeah. And TikTok eventually. And <laughs> oh yeah.
1: Um,
0: it's not there right now, but it will be. <laughs> it will be. Yeah. I only just got the account. Um, so we started like profiling and spotlighting each of the people because mm-hmm. like I said, people from different backgrounds doing different things. And when we did the photo shoot, everyone filled out uh, a little survey. So we got like a, a nice quote from people, um, which, uh, cause I didn't even see people filling it in at the time cause I was like running around. So as I was putting the campaign and the website together, reading back like the quotes and it's very inspirational. <laughs> no, it,
1: um, It's very like beautiful to see to myself even like I'm not a gamer, but, um, it's, you know, when you're not. Um, I'd say when you're not clued up on something, it's mm. nice to see from someone else's perspective or like, you know, learning something every time. So yeah. It's nice to see.
0: And even that, because you say you're not a gamer, which is, is not true because mm-hmm. everyone plays games or everyone has a true. Cap- capability to be honest, to play. Yeah,
1: let me take that back because yeah. I <laughs> used to own a Nintendo DS one time, okay. you know, and really, yeah. Yeah, yeah, a pink one. I remember yeah. mine was and- blue. Really, I used to love it to be honest, and uh, I used to play Xbox and PlayStation, and I used to love playing wrestling on like Raw stuff like that, and like Mario, cars. Everyone
0: likes Mario cars. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) Mario
1: cars. So to be honest, let me take that back. I am so what kind of?
0: Or if you play games on your phone, yeah, that counts.
1: I used to. To be honest, I might have to start yeah downloading games again just to make my fingers more active. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, okay well i'd say obviously now in this world and the pandemic and everything how has your work and uh, your comics also yeah let's take that up also you do to comics mm. and your ser- your last one was one called serious
0: yes um so we have uh,
1: which is very cool by the way i've seen it
0: oh cool thanks yeah, yeah no we have um so for context so my mad mm-hmm. uh, the manga brand so what we've done is created um, it's quite meta it's um, it's a universe uh, that is a television network mm-hmm. so each of the comics that, that we tell the stories of are stories of shows that are in this television network
1: oh wow
0: yeah so it's quite meta in that sense and um, if yeah, you would have seen like in the first page um, each of our stories starts with someone watching the show mm. so I don't know if you remember like the, the Simpsons kind of uh, the opening credits yeah of the Simpsons where they when they weren't. all went to the couch yeah so it's a bit of uh, a <laughs> Uh, a play, uh, on that, uh, definitely inspired by, <laughs> uh, the Simpsons. so we're serious, uh, through the fog, which is our latest one. It follows on from a earlier volume, serious volume one, which we did in 2016. And that is a story that is about a group of young entrepreneurs, uh, led by a, a rabbit. So also all our characters are animals. Yeah.
1: Cool. They look very cool by the way. Yeah. I love the rabbit.
0: Um, so Blake is, um, the rabbit. So he's a guy from like a not so great neighborhood, which is quite close to a um, what we've called the big city, um, the jungle. Mm-hmm. So he's got this dream to to make it in the big city, um, to to build his business and prove that people from you know smaller areas can can do something. So the volume one story is about him going to different neighborhoods and building his team, and then they're gonna you know prove themselves and all that. So volume one ends how it ends, and then um, Sears through the fog sort of picks up from that. And introduces a, a pandemic scenario into oh, wow. his world. Yeah, so it wasn't in the plan, but um, I was working on another story, uh, a different story within the universe. And then a pandemic happened uh, and then, uh, there was not much else to do other than sit, sit and watch <laughs> yeah. everything crumble uh, from a business perspective. But I thought so yeah. I'd put together sort of what I was going through, what I was seeing into a story where these characters would have to deal with Essentially deal with the pandemic. Um so yeah, I wrote that in uh you think of my dates. Wrote that in twenty I started writing it in twenty twenty,
1: mm. didn't
0: finish it until twenty twenty one. So I got it printed towards the end of twenty twenty one. Amazing. Um and yeah, so that's our. I really want to
1: read it now, by the way.
0: Yeah, so I mean the idea was that it's something that could focus on the positive mm-hmm. lessons and outcomes even in a situation like this. So my right. Hope is, um, as a sort of all ages branch so thinking about sort of young people, but I think anyone who's, who's been through that, uh, scenario, um, can get something from it hopefully, but yeah, the idea is to focus on those positive lessons and outcomes that yeah. can be, uh, had in situations like this.
1: Mm-hmm. I love that. Well, like you said, um, the latest one is obviously just came out <clears throat> recently. Um, but take us a little bit back. When was your first book that you released?
0: oh yeah uh so
1: oh how was to be honest let me sorry um how did my start
0: yeah i mean that, you want to take us back yeah, to
1: when it all started and how long do we have yeah, yeah we, a, we have <laughs> um, we have about say 15 20 okay
0: i'll i'll adjust i'll give the yeah director's cut um so <laughs> to like be I honest said, it's
1: fine go on as long <laughs> as you want
0: um so we had like i said a former software engineer mm-hmm. um so i started this with a friend Uh, Lao also uh, Engineer Not a software engineer But some kind of engineering That I can't remember Right now But some kind of engineering Um, So we all have had this interest In like uh, Anime Manga Um, A lot of it came from him Um, I've got a general interest in uh, Like creating stories Like characters uh, Just like cartoons in general So we came up with this idea For this universe Then we went off This was around 2011 2012 so it's been a while, but I, wow. I cannot stress how little we knew of what we were doing. So we kind of stumbled and our plan was to do this big uh, anthology comic um, with different, we're going to pull together different artists. We're going to use Kickstarter. Um, this was when Kickstarter was only available mm-hmm. in the US.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah,
0: yeah. So I had to get a friend who was in the US. We were going to use his account, his social security number and <laughs> do some stuff. Um, so for anyone who knows Kickstarter. Never give up yeah <laughs> yeah there's always yeah. a way <laughs> yeah do adjust your plans but right. yeah don't give up um so the plan was to raise 10k dollars mm. yeah um and if you know Kickstarter, it's, it's all or nothing so either you get get to your um limit mm. uh your target or you get nothing we didn't get to the limit so we got 4k um, which, to be fair, it was pretty good, considering like we had no track record and making comics, no proof that we could uh, do what we 're saying, so we fell short, um, so what we did is kind of take a step back and then go okay let 's focus on one story with one artist uh, that was a story called Samurai Chef, which mm. is a cooking show in the My matter universe. Okay. Um, so we did that, we used another fundraising platform that was u k based um and then we got the funding for that. So that was a lower amount. We were able to do the comic. So we did that. We built on that, uh, did a second part to that, then made the next one, then the next one, and then wow. sort of built from there. So 2013 is when we finished our first comic and then we've been building up since then. And then along the way, sort of adding on, uh, the gaming event around 2015, the workshops around 2016, uh, and just, yeah, trying to, pull everything together
1: wow so much so inspiring like so much especially i love that you said you do you go to you do workshops and yep. you go to schools and stuff like that can you tell us more about that
0: yeah so i deliver comic story workshops in in schools colleges youth hubs um yeah so it's a bit weird because my school was terrible then I, I remember <laughs> uh thinking i would never most schools are yeah, the, uh, yeah, apparently there's some schools. good ones. Yeah, yeah. probably yeah. a <laughs> key distinction. Um <laughs> right. so I remember thinking like I'd never be a teacher. I don't know why <laughs> anyone would want to do this. Uh, and here I am with uh, with kids in uh, in school. So I'm not a teacher, but uh mm-hmm. so I'm a I am i do not know why I'm workshop facilitator, but so the idea is to help young people sort of develop creative confidence and give them a space where they can create their own stories, their own characters and in the process uh, learn important transferable skills. Like how do you generate ideas? How do you work with others to tell a story? How do you present your story? So how do you like literally stand up and talk about your, your ideas? Because mm-hmm. that's an important um, sort of presentation, public speaking skills. Right. Um, so yeah, I've been doing that. Um, and that's really, it's, it's surprisingly satisfying in for the most part. There are, there are like kids have way too much energy. They <laughs> do. Yeah um
1: i've been a substitute teacher before so oh, i okay. don't yeah yeah is but they like, can i'm happy i don't have kids yet <laughs> yeah yeah me yeah me too <laughs> um
0: so yeah but but it is good to see because a lot of the times what's interesting is i'll go to a i'll do a session um and even like i think last week i uh, as oh. as we record last week i did a session and after the session one of the uh the adults one of the um, people in the organisation are saying like, oh, I've never seen the the kids like that. It's quite like therapeutic to get their ideas out and give them that space. Right. Um, Which is cool because obviously it's like the first time I see them. So I always see them in, in this space where they're being creative. Right. Whereas other people, they were like, oh, I didn't know they, they were capable of that. Wow. And I think that's an important thing. It's like, it's because a lot of times people say, kind of like when you said, oh, I'm not a gamer, people say I'm not creative, mm-hmm. which again, it's not, yeah. It's so true, but we have a perception of it's so true. what creativity is and who mm-hmm. can be creative and yeah, you don't always get to see it in, in, young people. And I think what I've learned from doing it, apart from, uh, kids have too much energy, um, <laughs> apart from that is that we have like this idea of creativity and the value of creativity. So in school, like I did okay at school, uh, and then better at university. But there's a lot of people who, for whatever reason, that that path doesn't fit. And I think what people are being told is that if you don't fit the path, there's a problem with you, right? Rather than oh, maybe that's the, so true. Yeah, rather than maybe the the system isn't accommodating for different types of abilities right. and talents. Um, so yeah, doing these workshops, you get people who, you know, something else that they've got inside them can, mm-hmm. can come out. And especially where we are now in the world, I think sort of the need for more creativity, more entrepreneurial, entrepreneurialism. Is that yeah. A word?
1: Yeah. Entrepreneurialism. Is that a word? You know what uh, I mean? It could be. Okay. We could make it.
0: But you know what I mean. Yeah, I know there what I you know. mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I hope you guys know what we mean yeah. too. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that word, um, yeah, it requires, yeah, creativity. It requires, uh, as I've learned, as and I say this as someone who went through school and got a degree and um, worked as a sovereign, and it requires something more than just sort right. of following that set path. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I can't remember your original question, but uh, yeah, no, <laughs> I think that was an answer. In
1: yeah, no, that was an answer. Um, no, that sounds very, very, very inspiring. Um, I'd say let's maybe because I know we maybe yeah we actually have time limit up. Um, yeah, I'd say within quarantine, what problems have you been facing that you haven't before
0: <laughs> all of them, them. <laughs> everything has um, been much harder hasn't it
1: yeah how um, does it work with like for example like your workshop and stuff like could you still do it right now or
0: uh so now i can but at the time like i mean we saw like in the news sort of schools like shut down and mm-hmm. sort of came you know shut down came back and went back in again and um so yeah there were no physical workshop deliveries for a long while um online ones where i did a few online deliveries um and i think seeing doing some of the deliveries seeing why we send kids to school it just uh, the value of that becomes apparent because not everyone has the same access to technology and right with technology being so important to just like life and for you know for better or for worse is uh is very important and when you have kids who yeah they don't have the internet access, access they don't have say the right laptops or whatever it is then you see how people can get left behind and mm-hmm. um, through no necessarily fault of their own so yeah so we we're able to eventually get back to doing physical workshop delivery so
1: yeah
0: been doing more did a, a bunch over the last summer usually it's like the half term summer mm. um so yeah i'm glad for that because yeah <laughs> uh that was a sort of dark period in terms yeah. of like every access to um so sort of what we do as a business just being shut down
1: mm-hmm. no that's uh what was i gonna say do you where do you have your workshops is it a specific place or do you go around the london
0: yeah it's just around London, it's just wherever people wherever people have me <laughs> <basically>. um, <laughs> wherever you can go yeah so uh a, a lot of i've done in different boroughs um hackney Haringey, where i'm based um Hamlets, Lewisham, Lewisham, westminster mm, morden which uh, i didn't even know that was a oh bar,
1: morden yeah yeah tu- that's like tu- tu-
0: north, north that's uh, that's that deep south oh west. wow
1: my yeah, yeah. bad i'm obviously not from london guys <laughs> <But yeah>. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so it's um yeah i don't go to that corner of london very often but uh croydon that was a journey um mm. so yeah yeah wherever i was kind of like trying to uh mm-hmm. establish like wherever the uh the need is and wherever i can because I, I find it's quite it's difficult as a kind of independent it's a whole different game that's like uh the the workshops and working with like oftentimes like schools or or sort of local council um yeah it's a whole different game to get recognized and get uh bookings in that uh that could be a whole podcast and in that that
1: yeah and i mean you have your own podcast you do so much like
0: yes so so much some might say too much yeah (laughs) i mean it's
1: never too much you know um as long as you're doing what you like you know yeah and I was going to say, let's maybe go into the 5G and the metaverse and everything. Okay. What's so crazy stuff going on lately. And I'm sure you've heard about the metaverse.
0: I, I've heard of it. <laughs> I have some, yeah, I have some views. Uh, yeah? <laughs> yeah.
1: You want to share them?
0: Yeah. um. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess, um, what do you want to know? I'd say, firstly,
1: do you have any... Uh, Planning, or do you want to get into the metaverse with your company, Maya
0: Yeah, I mean, I think I I don't know if it's a controversial view, but I'm I'm mm-hmm. uh, quite skeptical. Is that the word? <laughs> skeptical uh, of the go metaverse. on, feel free. Yeah, no, it's uh, I, like I I get it. I think it's um, there is some there is some basis to it, um, and the value it can it can bring. It's just from what I'm seeing, it's very. It feels like uh, we're at that hype stage where in the early like dot com um, phase, there was a lot of like companies who sort of had no necessarily proven business model way of generating money, but were able to raise a lot of money.
1: Mm.
0: And then it crashed because (laughs) because (laughs) what people were saying, like, wasn't wasn't true, wasn't working out. And then something came of it. So then you get like companies that stuck around like Google or um, other companies that came later with actual business models and um, sort of pathways for growth and I feel we're kind of at that early stage with the metaverse where firstly I think now everyone who's doing anything remotely AR or VR uh, can slap metaverse label on it uh, and raise a bunch <laughs> of money so I think True. there's some of that happening Um, um so I, I think I, I've not yet seen something that is that I say is necessarily credible that's not to say they won't be I've just not seen it yet right. um, but it is something that is so obviously something is happening because Facebook, or formerly Facebook, changed their name to Meta, yeah. uh, and have now sort God of invested that. in that. Uh, I know there's there's rumours of Apple doing something in um, ARVR space, which I think is a pathway to the the Metaverse. Even Microsoft uh, recently bought um, what what was a big gaming company, Activision Blizzard, for what was that sixty eight point seven billion. Oh, uh, wow. dollars yeah and i think a send lot that people, to
1: my account <laughs> yeah i was trying to
0: yeah, get in on the deal like, right. um so yeah I, and i think a lot of people are saying that that's a play for sort of this metaverse and you see things like Fortnite, which i think yeah to be fair Fortnite is probably the, the most like the credible well, yeah. because it is a space where people go there's like concerts in Fortnite,
1: right there's, yeah i've seen travis scott, travis in scott Fortnite. Yeah,
0: did that so i think that Actually, to me, is is something I can see. Okay, I can see where that can be built out. Yeah. Um. So as to sort of my matter, um, just, despite what I've just said, yes, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yes, I can, I can see that because we have these characters.
1: Exactly. Yeah. So you and can have the whole gaming thing. I yeah. think it would make sense. You know.
0: Yeah. So there, there is something in there. So I think there is something in there that we can we can look to. Um. So for for us, but in looking at it in general, like I said, I think. Yeah, there's a lot of, there's a lot of talk and a lot of uh, hype. And then also lots like, sort of cryptocurrencies is the oh, yeah, as well, so, The world so,
1: is going mad. There's just yeah. so many new stuff and it's like, you don't know what to believe, you know? Yeah. It's like, yeah. oh my God, where should I go? And it's like, the rich people are just buying everything and it's just like.
0: Yeah. And I, I think that's, to, to be fair, that's, that's part of it as well, where the, a lot of the hype comes from the people who have something to gain mm-hmm. um by the sort the, of the movement in like transactions of. Cryptocurrency Because I, I think for that I don't know Maybe I'm um, Missing something But for the average person it, it, it doesn't seem like a Sort of Viable Investment Or Something that is not Properly understood Right But there is a lot of people Making a lot of money no hundred Yeah I just don't think It's the average person in- Yeah
1: exactly <laughs> yeah. yeah It's not Me or Someone else Who's seen this trade It's probably Like you say Mostly also like Bigger companies Like Facebook mm. And uh, Google Or whatever but yeah, because I think it would be cool to have like a Mada world in the Metaverse if you guys, or maybe yeah. that could be because you self, you said you are a software engineer?
0: Formally. Formally, I've but you still forgotten are. a lot. Oh really? Of, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it, it goes <laughs> it goes very quickly and um, the technology moves. so mm, I, It yeah, changes, yeah. Yeah, the principles, I think, stay largely the same, yeah. but the actual implementation, just mm-hmm. yeah, it's different
1: fantastic so what would you say is the future for my mother
0: um that is a good good question um so when we started we always mm-hmm. had this idea for animation mm-hmm. uh, and then we realized how much it takes to make an animation and it was like oh let's make comics instead right. um but the idea is still there so i think it will still come yeah yeah i think the being able to f- um, once we figure out the the process like how how that happens the Uh, And I've been learning about that over the past year uh, in particular. So I think turning what we have uh, in terms of the stories into like animation on whatever platform it makes sense. um, I think being able to build out our own um, destination essentially. So we do our event, our gamepad event uh, at the moment um, and that's focused on video games, but then being able to bring in other elements of what we do as a brand. So, uh, video games, like animation, I mentioned, um, like comics, uh, cosplay, cause we have, uh, cosplay involved in our, uh, events, um, into like a, almost like a, a theme park, like destination where people can come, mm. like, uh, all ages, family friendly kind of thing.
1: Like an expo or?
0: Like an expo. Yeah. Like an expo slash festival. That's for, cool. Yeah. So that, um, people could come down. Um, yeah. And I think some way we can incorporate like, young people because I'm still quite big on having uh, young people, particularly those from underrepresented backgrounds, like I said, being able to be given those opportunities to work in spaces, creative spaces like this right. um, and develop those skills. So yeah, I think um, yeah, some, some combination of that and then maybe some metaverse video game yeah. stuff in there as well.
1: I'm excited to see what you guys have for us in the future. Um we're probably going to, finish up but would you please give us your details instagram twitter
0: yeah on? so we uh we have our website myamada.com so yeah. m-a-y-a-m-a-d-a.com um we also have the campaign uh website uh, is, uh, is at look like a uh and then yeah we're on social media so mymada on twitter uh, and Facebook, if anyone is still using Facebook, um, we have Myamada TV on Instagram and TikTok, and what else? Twitch—that's the other one. Uh, Do you want to
1: just spell it out, just in case?
0: Yeah, so Maya Mada is Mayamada is M um, A Y A M A D A, and then yeah, add a Great. TV, and that will take you to uh, mm. TikTok, Twitter, yeah. or Instagram. Yeah,
1: soon TikTok.
0: Yes, there is a TikTok <laughs> account. I just uh, haven't quite got my head around. Uh, creating so the content. I'm not. I'm not big on social media in general, so I don't actually have a personal yeah. social media account. But I'm,
1: I'm kind of the same. But we're probably going to have to get out there. You have right? to. Yeah. You yeah, yeah. so have to. Have Especially to. what we do. Yeah. We so we'll have, have to figure to. something out. Right. So, yeah,
0: you can wait for well, that.
1: Well, Nigel, it's been great talking to you. You have an amazing story, and uh, I know it was very short today, but I feel like we have got to know a little bit about you and Amada. And I wish you the best. And uh, yeah, see you soon. See you guys.
0: Thank you for having me. Thank you. You've been listening to the Tech London Show. If you're interested in joining the community or even making an appearance on this show, make sure you join our Slack group over at techlondon.io. Till next time.